Well, that's annoying. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I'm going to have to let you go there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Pick it up. No. Oh, pick it up. Pick no. it up. Pick it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You can't stop winning. I can't stop winning. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back after such a long break. <laughs> Don't blame me if you didn't, but, you know, thanks for doing that. This is episode 11 of Bangers and Mash Chat, the podcast. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been our... a long while. It's my fault. I've been super tired lately and not totally up for recording one of these. So. To be fair, we've had a lot on in the last few weeks. So. We have. Yeah, there's been an awful lot on. So, um so that yeah, gives but us we're a back. bit of content. We're back. Yeah, we're back. We're going to be talking about things that happened like six weeks ago, but yay, we're back. Um, this is episode 11, so this is the one after the mental health episode, which we had amazing response for. So thank you to everybody who sent us messages, especially to Kevin um, after that. It was a pretty raw episode and quite hard stuff to talk about, but necessary. And we had some really lovely responses on social media by sort of WhatsApp message, email. And so thank you everyone who got, took the time out to get in touch. That meant a lot. Yes thank you very much it was it was difficult but it was you know it felt quite natural um and i don't think i got half the stuff out there that i thought i would but then i did i said a whole load of stuff more than i thought it would as well so yeah. it's a bit of a weird one but um i'm glad we did it and it yeah. certainly won't be the last one no definitely not so without further ado we will get into the things that we want to talk about for this week um ahead of summer and yeah let's get on with it yeah let's jump right in Okay, so it's been a while. Um, I've just had a list of things that I've been adding to uh, our Google Keep list uh, for podcast stuff. You're uh, so late to the game with Google Keep. I know, so late to the game. I feel like everyone else has been using it for ages and I've only just, well, you told me what it was when I was just constantly keeping shopping lists on WhatsApp. Yeah, and then sending them to me. Yeah, and then losing things and missing things. I mean, it's been <laughs> everything's on Google Keep now. You're going to regret that. Um, so I've got a list of things on here, which are pretty kind of out of date now I suppose so the one I was going to talk about um, the Philip Schofield stuff yeah that hit the news in a pretty major way didn't it, it did um, this is obviously a lot on social media and a lot of quite emotive things going on and a lot of trial by press and trial by social media and trial by people who have absolutely no clue what they're talking about or anything about the intricacies and facts of the case Inclu including us including us of course but it's just I don't like it when people what well, I think the thing I don't want to get into too much of a conversation about this, but I think the main thing that bothered me was how people are labelling him as a paedophile, as a perv, as a rapist, as a groomer, when he met this kid as a kid and helped him get into TV completely, genuinely. There was nothing there. They didn't start a relationship until they were both, or he was a consenting adult. Mm -hmm. Like, he was... 20 I believe when they started yeah. their relationship and so as somebody I think it was Rupert Everett who I saw on on a news program who was interviewed about it said all he's done is have an affair with someone at work yeah now morally whether you know morals are your own thing obviously I think it's wrong to cheat and I think most people probably do yeah but that to me as far as I'm concerned with the information that's been put out there that we are made aware of that's all he's done how many people have affairs in the workplace? Oh, loads. How many people... Let's look at Cheryl Cole. She worked with Liam Payne when he was 14. 
she worked with him for ages then she had a baby with him is isn't, that grooming is that, isn't that the same thing well exactly did she get any trouble for that no did she get any of this for that no so as far as I'm concerned and until any if anything else comes out I'm more than happy to be proved wrong I'm more than happy to take back my words if it comes out that there was grooming or that there was inappropriate stuff yes he abused the position of power but then actually did he because they were on the same footing working in a company and they had an affair so again for me that's just like colleagues having an affair I think I think what people took most offence to was the lying yeah so and when, that's when both of them enough. were asked outright you know is there something going on mm-hmm. they lied and that's not that's not great but hey uh, you know people lie yeah um to protect themselves i know and to protect others I yeah, think. yeah of course and you know holly willoughby was uh, i think was, she's come off really badly well she was she was incredibly loud in being silent yeah and that, she was right at the forefront of supporting him when he came out as being gay and then suddenly when this happened she dropped him like a hot cake yeah it was like she wanted nothing more to do with him. I don't think that's a good friend. And if he lied to her, this is the other thing that somebody said when they were interviewed about this, someone famous. They were like, well, she, he doesn't owe her telling, him, telling her everything about his personal life just because they're friends. It's not, she doesn't have the right to know every single thing about him. You no. know, if he chooses not to tell her about something, it's because he's protecting her. Because as this has come out, she now has plausible deniability, which she wouldn't have had if he'd told her. And she's used it. Exactly. But <laughs> if he had told her and it came it. out she knew, she'd have lost her job too. Yeah. So I think he was doing that from a place of protecting Holly. But, you know, as far as her friendship with him goes, I think she's horrific. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I think wow, that, girl, you couldn't run out of there fast enough. That went south very, very quickly. And of course, you know, the, the interviews that he did in the days after, mm. he did that BBC interview, didn't he? Yeah. Um, he, you know, he was, very, he was incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, his daughters were keeping watch. Suicide on him, watch. suicide watch. I mean, he that's... literally told people he was suicidal. Yeah, and still they dug in. Yeah. Oh, he's doing it for attention. Oh, don't pay the victim. Oh, well, he's, actually, he, he cited, is finding a victim as well. He cited the you know the Carol, Caroline Flack mm. um, sort of scenario or you know what happened with everyone her. Everyone went mental at that, and everyone went mad at that. But you know, her mum came out and said, "No, you're absolutely right. This is yeah. what happens when yeah. things get t- blown out of proportion by the media." Yeah. This is how you're made to feel, and I this think this is what causes people to kill themselves. Yeah, I think I, to, for me, it's just a huge storm in a teacup that's been blown out of proportion by the media, mm. um, who have gone to extreme lengths to poke and prod around other areas like Holly, like his, I, wife, his wife, his wife, uh, and his yeah, kids. all all that sort of stuff, and you know they they control the narrative, and I mm. think that's that's dangerous it is and i just think as well he's lost everything now at this point he's lost his job his friends his home in london and his mom has been hospitalized recently because she wasn't coping with the stuff that happened with his brother and then all the stuff around this he is at literal rock bottom you know he knows that he's done wrong he knows he's hurt people he has apologized he has said now that he needs space to get past this Mm -hmm. as well he's only human people mess up so if anyone anyone out there anyone listening to this podcast can tell me they haven't messed up and hurt somebody in a big way in their lives i think they're lying yeah exactly so when did we stop becoming human when did we stop becoming empathetic when did we start treating people like this with absolutely no knowledge of actually the inside facts at all but just taking to social media and calling him a perv and there, calling him a paedophile it's like therein is the problem because yeah. social media is completely unregulated yeah you can say what you like when you like about who you like 
like to yeah. to whoever you like, and that's that's really dangerous. I mean, you know, it's fake, you know, fake news, and it, like I said, it controls a, a certain narrative about a, a situation, mm. um, and it's very, very sad if you're caught in the middle of it. I mean, I, I really, really feel for the bloke. Yeah, and he's done wrong, and I feel for everyone involved, not just him. But I just think let's have a bit of compassion you know let's just imagine if you were in this position and just be nice yeah be kind like he's going to pay for this he has paid for this and he will continue paying for this i suspect for the rest of his life yeah so how about let's not throw stones from our glass houses i'm just i'm surprised there aren't more there weren't more people coming out in support of him yeah, there Everyone, were some pretty major names that did, but, like acting. But not enough. No. Not the audience of this morning, for example. You know, but they all hate him, don't they? But the general public just did not mm. want to stand up for him. They wanted him to be wrong. I know. And therefore, you know, he was going to be wrong no matter what. They wanted someone to throw rocks out, didn't they? And it was just, and I think people like Eamon Holmes, like fueling the fire. And he's got his own personal axe to grind, I think. And he always has, and he's been waiting for an opportunity like this to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. And he went for it. On... And he, yeah, he took it. But I think the whole situation is just really sad. And for his family, especially, like yeah. Steph and his kids, they must be, I just can't imagine what they're going through, can no. you? And just for being himself, sadly. This whole sad thing is that it's it happened at a time when he didn't feel that he could come out yeah and so because he couldn't this is and i'm not well, saying it's right i'm not excusing an affair no no, no of course at all but no. yeah anyway. yeah it's been a that's been that was tough at the time yeah let's just hope that you know it settles down and he can just get on with his life i hope so um also since the last time we spoke we have had louis 12th birthday weekend we did um, that was a lot of fun. So he came up here, was it the weekend before his birthday? Yeah, yes. his birthday was on Monday, wasn't it? So yeah. he came up here the weekend before his birthday. Um, and we had a lovely time. We lost both helium balloons, which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so number one and number two, two. He floated off. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was, well, no, I don't know why I said, nearly said five. Oh, yeah, I was like 15. Um, blimey, come but down. yeah, they went floating off above the pub and off yeah. into Northampton. Somewhere. And I just on the day before as well, bringing it home, just got caught in a tree. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, we had a really nice time. He got his um, Milton Keynes Lightning ice hockey shirt that he'd wanted he for did, ages. He did, and he wears it non-stop. Pretty much every day, yeah. even in the summer. Um, and we had some cake, and he chose dinner, didn't he? We had a barbecue, and yep. it was really lovely. Was and lovely. now he's growing up, obviously, as kids get older, birthdays are a bit more understated. Because yeah. when they're young, they're super excited. So I think he's, he's getting a bit grown up now, so he's... He's sort of spending a lot more time in his bedroom and stuff like that, which is really cool. It's like he's becoming a proper little teenager, which I love. Um, <laughs> yeah, you say I that do. now. I do. He'll be an ace teenager. Yes, he will. He will um, absolutely be. And yeah, he's but... grown up to be such a such a good good boy. I love him to pieces. He just makes us proud every day, doesn't he? He's just so... Yeah. Just growing up lovely. But if it hadn't been for the Milton Keynes shirt, he's actually really difficult to buy for. He is because he's a gamer. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's, you know, it's so to him, credit a cracking or... present would just be constant credit. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, that's so boring. We want to actually give you something that you're going to use or remember, not that you're just going to spend. But for him, do kids do that what, now? What, no, I mean Ben's going a similar way. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we think it's boring, but actually, we can still buy them stuff that we tend to go off gaming and off screen stuff at Christmas and stuff, don't we? Because we, we know do, that they yeah. get those presents elsewhere. So, so like board games or stuff to do, ex- like remote control stuff, science Lego, kit, Lego, that sort things of stuff. that we can do together as well. Yeah. Um, because we know they get, you know, family and stuff by them the rest of that kind yeah, of thing, of course. don't they? So 
Yeah, but it's it's lovely. It's really nice. And he's not had his mobile phone for a while because he locked he locked himself out of it. Bless him. He changed his pin code and yeah. then forgot his pin code. And I've you know I've told him to take it to a shop to get it unlocked and but stuff like that. Fast, but he's actually it? not that bothered. And he's, he's saving up for a new one. He's been all the better for it. Yeah, I would say. Honestly, I've noticed a difference since not having that phone. Mm-hmm. He's just dare I say it. He's just happier. <laughs> and he, he's just he's found other ways to get in touch with me so because he's on his yeah. PC a lot he uses teams. Uh, Microsoft Teams and yeah. we message and we call via that um, we did a little um, tester online uh, for this because we're going to interview him for this podcast we at some point that's going to be fun uh, that's going to be a lot of fun um, and that worked really well so yeah you should... I think just yeah not having that constant social media apps people messaging I think has done him a lot of good yeah well actually we might as well come on to that now so I know it's not on your list it probably isn't on your list but um, Instagram this morning launched threads oh yeah threads so a new platform tell us about your threads experience what 12 are hours in are you all threading is anyone threading i keep calling it tweeting which is annoying i, need to I have no it. idea i know it's like twitter it's like it's exactly the same i as didn't twitter. like twitter so i went on it this morning and flicked through my feed and then immediately deactivated my account oh did you yes oh, okay fair enough so it's tell, tell us something, something different well it's going to be something that takes away time and i have a feeling that like twitter i'm probably going to deactivate because it's just the same as it's just you just can't dm there's just no dm availability yet okay so i think that's not a bad thing do you think it's going to be a more positive place than twitter or initially it, do you know is what? it going to go the same the way the number of tweets a tweet the number of threads that people have started literally saying that they hope this is going to be twitter without the toxicity I think for a while it might be, but I think eventually the same trolls, the straight, same idiots are going to be on there. So I think it won't be void, devoid of it, but it's the, the, the threads that have started, especially Mark Zuckerberg, who went on to Twitter for the first time in 12 or 15 years this morning just to take a swipe at Elon Musk with a tweet on it, was hilarious. Um, and he's had 10 million signups in seven hours, like the first seven hours that it was launched. Um, and I think at the minute it's quite a friendly place to be. All the all the threads are sort of people just really happy, a new platform. Mm. Can we just get rid of the old Twitter and just start again? Can we wipe the slate clean? And it seems to be that that's what everyone wants to do. Um, whether that will happen, I don't know. I'm on it for now. And it's linked to Instagram, so it will automatically pull your followers over. It'll yep. send them requests to be followed. And you can still have privacy and stuff like that. Um, but for all intents and purposes, it's Twitter by another name. Um, I think it's just for those anti-Twitter, anti-Elon Musk people to sort of stick two fingers up at him yeah. and come to threads. But I d- in all honesty, of all of my social media platforms, it's the least interesting, it's the least engaging for me. And like, it's nothing that I can't do over Facebook and Instagram. So The thing about like, Instagram for me, because I don't follow that many people and I don't go on it that often, maybe once or twice a day, if that. Um, and I get more from it than I put into it, that's for sure, because I mm. just don't post. Um Mainly because I don't think to post. I'm not. I'm not actively not posting because I don't want people to see what's going on. Mm. But I just don't think to. I don't. I'm not in a situation. I think all oh, that's got to go on the gram. Normally, if I like, if I'm in front of a nice plate of food or something like that, I think, oh, I want to show Ellie that. <laughs> so I send you a message with it on. But I don't put it on Instagram for some reason. But the th- but the thing is, I think you could scroll through. Um, Instagram and almost like complete it if that makes sense so you can go through all of the stories of the people you follow you can have a really good scroll through and at the end of the night you say yep I'm done with Instagram for the day I'll put it to bed whereas with threads I think you could you'll never you could never ever ever stop 
but that's because on Instagram you only see posts from the things you follow. Yeah. There's ads, obviously, and there's stuff that does suggested stuff. But on threads, mm-hmm. like Twitter, it's everyone. It's people you follow plus just the narrative that's going on in the background. Is, is it an old-fashioned thing to say, to say, um, like, live in the real world, not in a social virtual world? Or yeah. is that world the real world but I think and I'm out of date? Well, this is it. I think the preferred way is live in the real world, but I think we're just moving to where people spend more of the time online than they do with people which is super sad but i think that's just the way things are going so listeners where do you spend your time yeah i mean <laughs> are you I facebook s- generation or are you insta or twitter or what what, what are you using because i mean i use a little bit of insta i'm on facebook so ellie can tag me in stuff but i can't remember the last time i went on facebook uh, and i'm i have a twitter twitter handle twitter twitter handle um but i don't use it I just don't I use it. deactivated Twitter about 15 years ago. I use Instagram the most and Facebook as and when. Facebook for my groups, for things like Scamp and Do groups and stuff like that. But otherwise, it's mostly Insta. And actually, I, I find myself on it probably more still than I should be. Like, I feel like I should limit my screen time on socials. But I think that's just the way we're going. As more and more things go online and as more stuff becomes accessible online and it's easier, that's where people are focusing. Yeah, I mean... it. If you look around locally, I mean, we don't buy a local paper, for example. Um, We go online. But then finding out what's going on in Northampton, really, you need to be part of Facebook. Yeah, well, Google. And part of the groups to find out what's what's actually going on. Yep. Because that's how people find out. It's quick and it's easy and it's always there and it's always up to date. That's the thing. It's the up to date stuff. Yeah. In other news, we have a Popeyes opening down the road. Oh yeah, Popeyes. For those who don't know what Popeyes is, it's basically the American, I say American version, that's not true because so is KFC. It's a better version of KFC. Um, it's fried chicken, southern proper southern fried chicken with sides of things like mac and cheese and biscuits, like American biscuits and stuff like that. So proper deep south stuff. Mm-hmm. And they've opened one in Chelmsford already and they're sort of opening more over the UK and we've literally got one, what, 15 minute walk from here? Yeah, minutes in the it's car. on the site of the old American diner near Sixfields. Yeah, so, so that's opening on the 17th of July. Yes. So we'll give it a week <laughs> so that the locals can just get their excitement over with. And then I'll definitely want to try it because Simona Stewart said it's really nice. So yeah, give we'll it give a it a go. Yeah. I mean, KFC, I don't enjoy eating KFC. I'm just not a big fan. I've got to say, out of the top fast food chains, it's definitely low on my list. See Whereas for this, then. for you and the boys, it's actually very high. It would be second to Macca's. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, that's very high. Yeah, because I'd I'd go with KFC over Burger King. It would be Macca's, KFC, Burger King. So we'll see where Popeyes shunt somebody down to. Well, yeah. But they're the only ones we really eat fast food wise. I don't think. True. Anything else is just pizza, and frankly, unless you're eating Domino's or Papa John's, there isn't really anywhere else. There is a Taco Bell down the road. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Taco Bell. I had a 79 cents taco burrito-y thing, um, and I think it was like 3% meat, no percent cheese, although there was cheese in it, um, and it gave me the squits, so not a big fan. I'm not, Louis's not great either with it, Isaac, he didn't didn't like when he had it either. No, no. don't blame him. No. This year as well, the Kevster has got me back into Love Island. Ah, Love Island. Tonight. <laughs> Tonight on Love Island. Uh, you either love it or you hate it. It's a Marmite, absolutely. I like to think I hate it. 
I moan for the first four episodes. I didn't think we'd get into it as much as we have got no. into it. I've only ever watched one other series with you, and that was like two years ago. Yeah. They're a good crop this year. three years. <laughs> two years ago. It's a good crop this year, though. Yeah, and it's becoming addictive because now I need to know what happens. Yes. So we've just had Castle and Moor for those people who like Love Island. Yes. Uh, and I'm guess <laughs> I no can, one. <laughs> I can actually hear people switching off at this point. Yeah, okay, we won't talk about it anymore. But no. if you like it, it's hit good. us up in the messages yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll have a chit chat. We'll have a chit chat about thread. that. Start a thread. Start a thread. So, what are your plans this summer? Everyone. My plans. Oh, you, me everyone or everyone else? Everyone. Well, we're going on holiday. We are going. On we're holiday. going to Butlins for four nights we are. in August. With the kiddies. With the kids. That should be a lot of fun. So lots of swimming, lots of fairground, yeah. circus, shows, food. Yeah. All of the, all of the above. Yeah. Really. It'll be lovely. I'm looking forward to it. I've never been, so it'll be a new experience for me. This will be my third time to Bogner. Second time with the kids, nice. and this will be the third time for the kids. Nice, because they went with their mum to they earlier in the year. Yeah, so, yeah, cool. Um, so that's really really cool. But yeah, your first your first Butlins experience. Oh, right, I'm quite excited. It's not a nineties Butlins experience, as in going no, we'll in, going in. No, no, I mean as in going in the nineties. Oh. It was a very different thing back then. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it'll be. I'm up for a good cheesy holiday park holiday me and my mate nathan we went to butlins in minehead and they had a snooker hall and i think they had like probably about 10 full-size snooker tables and mum and dad went to the bar at midday and spent their day there and me and nathan went to the snooker hall and we spent our day there because it was free win-win it was brilliant we spent we i would say we got good at it but we didn't um, but yeah, that was really, really good fun. I enjoyed it as a kid, and it's fun seeing it now. It's changed an awful lot, mm. but it's very, very good. Bet it has. It's no, very kiddie centric. To it. It's it's going to be one to tick off the old list. But yes, we will do an eighties or a nineties weekend because they do one. get some. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because they do get some really. I was going to say cool acts. Well, it was. It is cool. To cool us. for us. Yeah, but um, yeah, the S Club Three, yeah. and well, oh, well, that's that's who I saw last time. Yeah, no, that'll be really cool. I'd quite like to do that. We'll get some people together and do that. What else are we doing this summer? Uh, we are definitely going to put some work into our garden because there's yes. a lot of stuff we need to do. So we are taking out the chippings at the front and putting in some gravel, some nice black and white gravel. We're yep. doing garden paths, mm-hmm. sorting out the borders, mowing, trimming, cutting back hedges and just doing all the stuff to make outside of the house look nice because we've got bits we need to finish off, haven't we? Yes, well, we painted the fence. That looked pretty good oh it does we've gone from um so it, everything else to needs black. to match it up now yeah and it will look good so that's our little project i think over over the summer yeah and um, we've also got another couple of projects that we can't mention on here because we know that louis listens to these yes and it affects um, you and it affects you uh so we've got another sort of bits and bobs going on um what else have we had We've got some hot weather coming, which is great. We're well, supposed next, to have a two-week heat wave at the end of July, apparently. Well, next, next week I'm going to the arrivals days for oh, the air yeah, show yeah. at the Royal International Air Tattoo in Fairford. Yeah, um, nice. So I'm going to the arrivals day there, which I normally would have gone to with my uncle, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago. Um, so I'm kind of, this will be the first time since going, and I'm going on my own. Only for the two um, days. I'm going with you at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. But the two arrivals days, Wednesday and Thursday, I'm going. Yeah. And... 
I don't know, I'm just going to sit there with my thoughts and I my... I think you'll have a really nice I time. I hope so, yeah. I'm going to take a notebook and I'm going to just sort of chill out with yeah. planes in the background and... Be back in a place that makes you happy. Very happy. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And, yeah, the full air show on Saturday. Which I'm uh, going to do the first time, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well. That'll be good, as long as we get the weather. Uh, this weekend, coming, we're going... Uh, the boys and I are going to Santa Pod. Yeah. To Nostalgia something. Okay. The yeah. reason I'm not going is because the lo- a couple of weeks back I went on a girls' weekend to pool um, for four days with Laura and Caroline, and Kev booked the Santa Pod tickets for what he thought was that weekend, yes. so I wasn't going to be here. And then we realised afterwards they're actually for this coming weekend, <laughs> so the boys are going to head off. I'm, I'm not bothered, it's okay, they'll have a lovely time together, so the boys are going to head off to Santa Pod on Saturday and have a really good day. Yeah, looking forward um, to that. And that'll be fun. Um then we're going to my grandmother's on Sunday. It's her birthday on Tuesday. Yeah, it's on the way back. Um, so, yeah, we'll go and see her and Take have some, some cake. cake, which um, is great. Paul was brilliant. Had a really nice four days by the sea. Got a heat stroke. That wasn't too fun. Um, but we had a really good time. It was nice to spend some time with my girls. And the boys had a boys weekend, didn't you? Because the kiddos we were here and you guys had a really cool, chilled weekend. Kevin fitted our new induction hob, which I love. There's always a gas induction fight. Yes. And some people, are, I think you're very much either gas oven person or you're not. <laughs> and I hate gas. I hate cleaning it. I hate using it. I think, I, I think, hate it. I think people, why people like gas is the control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. But I think if you spend a little bit of time just getting used to the induction, then you, you'll like it more and more. I mean, it's so easy yeah, to no. clean. It's and very it easy to operate. Awesome. Um, it's actually it feels a lot safer because well it turns it t- itself off doesn't it well, if it you turns, leave it you can turn it yeah you can set a timer and it turns itself off but also when you turn it off and take the pan away within a minute or so everything is cold yeah yeah which and I love which is really really good and you can't just accidentally leave a ring on yeah so it's I really like that and today I went to turn it on and all of the ring things just said L mm-hmm. which means locked I had to google this because I couldn't be bothered to go and get the amount did you lock it well, no, because I held my finger on to unlock it and it beeped and then they all said L. And I was like, well, why are they still saying L? Because I've unlocked it. And then the little Google man in my phone said, hold for three seconds. So I held it for three seconds and it all unlocked. There you go. Um, but it's just so easy to use and easy to clean. The cleaning of the gas oven was what used to make me hate cooking on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we still use our Ninja more than anything else, I think, for cooking. But yes. the induction hob was a absolute winner. Pans are expensive. But luckily, most of ours were fine, weren't they? So yeah, yeah, we already had some. That, do you know how old we worked. are that we've just spent twenty minutes talking about an induction hub? We didn't spend twenty minutes talking about it, but yes, I understand. <laughs> we are, we are old. <laughs> These are the things we like now. <laughs> we're in our forties. <laughs> so, how was your? We haven't talked about this, I don't think, because I think it's been quite a while. Um, sorry, I put my phone on silent. Shall I? Um, how was your trip to Germany? Because since our last pod, you've been to Germany. Oh, yeah. We haven't potted since then. Oh, blimey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I went to Munich, uh, went to a distributor meeting for one of the companies we distribute for, and I was asked to give a presentation um, about how we do business in the UK and how other distributors could could um, succeed from what we do. So I gave a good sort of 20-minute uh, presentation, which went down really well. Um, had lots of people come up and give me really positive feedback, and that was Your really boss really was nice. There, wasn't he? So that's the first time he's actually yeah, been there to watch. That was really nice, um, and yeah, you know, just it was just really really nice to be appreciated by sort of third parties and be kind of validated in a way of you know being able to 
speak articulately about the company and what we do in yeah to about 30 or 40 people which was great um and then last month i did a trade show at the birmingham nec um and did a a speech there to probably about 35 40 medical specialists sorry that's the one your boss was at that was in germany so well my my boss was in Germany. Yeah, yeah. But my the, boss, sorry, boss the, the, the owner in, of the company was in... Was at the NEC. Was at the NEC, yeah. Sorry. Um, Not going to lie, different experience to, to the one in Germany. <laughs> it was so it, nervous. It was so nervous. It didn't go as well because um, I was sort of, you know, panning around the audience as you do because that's how you present. Um, and every time I looked at him, he was sort of squinting as if to say... I'm not sure I would have said that or that's not quite right. And <laughs> it, it threw me off my stride quite a lot. Um, but it taught me an awful lot about how to p- prepare um, for these things. So I, I, don't, I didn't go into it like um, half-heartedly or unprepared, but I definitely need to prepare in a different way for different situations. You also learn something new at each of these things, don't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean as, as much as I want to... Now develop and teach the market and the customers and things like that. I need to learn too, mm-hmm. so it's all a learning experience for me journey. too. So, um, yeah, really enjoyed that. So, yes. And then, how was your summer social? What happened with recognition at your summer social? Oh yeah, I got, I got a, an award We're for. We're just spending time tooting Kevin's horn, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so this year I celebrate 15 years at Intertronics, and Ooh. I love it. I still love it, and. There was a joke um, made by my boss in the meeting that um, I just keep making up these jobs for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so at the moment I'm learning and development, but who knows? In a few years, I could be something completely different. Um, Maybe tea boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm not very good at making tea, as everyone will testify at work. Um, but yeah, so I was recognised for 15 years service and was given a red letter day gift of a factory tour of the Red Bull Formula One team uh, which Ellie and I are going on on the 4th of December yeah man that's going to be exciting so yeah really looking forward to that so you get to look around all of the um, like workshops and all this and you you know you just get treated really really well for a couple of hours at Red Bull which I think is going to be a lot of fun amazing and I love manufacturing and, you know, geeking out over that sort of right stuff. Up your so, yeah, so really looking forward to that and obviously spending the afternoon with you. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Me uh, and lots of racing cars. Yeah. What I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. Well, no, quite. Throwing a cat, you're pretty <laughs> much sorted. So, yeah, so it's, it's work has been a really, really cool time at the moment. I launched um, a piece of learning management software uh, recently to a small group at work. That went down really well. I'm populating that. It's just it's just going so well. Mm. Um, and I'm looking forward to every day as it comes. Nice. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And in my work, we've just been told we have to go back into the office twice a week. So I'm super celebrating. <laughs> yeah. How, how does everyone feel about that? Uh, well, I think we all knew it was coming, but it's just got to a point where there's mixed feelings I think and it's a directive from above so we just have to deal with it roll it out support it as managers um my personal feelings obviously because I live so far from London now it's an extra expense that I don't really need Mm -hmm. it's a lot my commute is between five and six hours a day so doing that once a week is hard enough doing it twice a week is going to be tough but you know like we've said you just have to suck it up um I think probably the thing that upset a lot of people was when it was delivered it wasn't done in a particularly sort of compassionate way I think 
it was very much like well before covid this and before covid that it's like yeah well you know the world's moved on since covid and i think we need to move with it rather than saying oh well you know you was, your contract is an office contract it's like yeah but we've had a global pandemic and we've managed as a company to run tfl effectively for two years from home so what's the real need for us going back in and i, think, I understand yeah. like i understand the collaboration the actual seeing people in the flesh the that that it's very different to have everyone in team together to talk to each other rather than on email i fully i fully get that but i think because there's only two of us in london because everyone else is in coventry it's not that simple for me because there's literally two of us so it doesn't make much difference anyway mm-hmm. um but i think i'm personally a big fan of doing things on a case-by-case basis of what works for each individual member of staff best yeah because there will be people whose work-life balance has been very drastically affected by covid whether it's childcare, whether it's you've had to move out of london because you can't afford to and now the extra expense to come back in is going to be tough um you know it, it there's so many things that people have adapted to and three years down the line to then sort of suddenly drag it back in i think is quite harsh but it's kind of, you know, in my brain, it's like a one size fits all rule doesn't really work. But this is what we're going to do. This is what we have to do. We have to give it a try and show willing. And I think that's what we need to do. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I think a lot of companies have have adapted really well. It depends on the size of the business, what you're doing as a business and you know the sort of people that are in it. Yeah. Um, some companies can't function without people in the office. Yeah. Um, I think we would struggle quite badly um and certain I mean, roles co- need to be in an office and we co- we coped really well during the pandemic but really we were it was it was but it was coping it was coping not yeah, thriving but you're manufacturing and you need that environment to build robots test robots act- you've got actual products and where you've got a warehouse yeah that's what i mean so in different scenarios it, it makes yeah. sense but for companies like um marketing consultancies office and uh, office based yeah. some well no but not even office based stuff but things like marketing who mm. people who make intangible stuff mm. that, that sort of thing yeah um with the they, technology that's around they thrived um and you know a lot of places have given up their buildings yep. to reduce overheads and stuff like that and that works that's great but there is this middle ground of people that you know it they've made changes like you say they've made significant changes to their lives mm-hmm. their work life balance and it's kind of an intangible benefit to have the opportunity to work from home and of course there are people who do take the mick and you know their productivity is affected but for me it's like we'll take action with those people then don't make everyone do it as a blanket rule i agree with that but also i think there are obviously departments in tfl that need to be in the office of course there are people in the control room for example or people who are frontline based lu workers of course there are people who need to be they should they should make all the underground trains remote control think the unions might have something to say about that <laughs> I, i'm joking obviously <laughs> no i know but is it, well, isn't, isn't docklands like remote yeah, control it's driverless yeah i think it's going that way in the future but you know it is what it is isn't it sorry john <laughs> anywho so yeah so we embrace it we deal with it we get on with what we have to do and we see how it goes exactly um, so i mean that's just my opinion but you know that that's what it is different people have different thoughts on it and different people work differently and prefer different things so again why don't you get in touch with us and tell us what you think yeah, uh, what you, you know how have you changed your working life your work life balance mm. um since covid yeah. um 
contact us on bangersandmasschat at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Instagram at bangersandmasschat. And yeah, hit us in the DMs or start a thread. Start a thread. Are we on, is bangersandmasschat on thread? No, you can only put one Instagram account and it's linked to my Instagram account. Ah, boo. So annoyingly it's not on there. That's a shame. I know, I might create my own Insta account, see what happens. No, I won't, that's too much effort. Nope, just stick with Instagram, it's fine. Yeah, do that. the only other major thing that's happened is we I can't remember if we've spoken about Drusy's health so we've been having him tested for thyroid issues we definitely talked about that bit did we do the results so we've had no. the results back anyway and um, when he had his um, results back the thyroid test is supposed to sit between 30 and 50 is the number it should be reaching for, for a normal acting thyroid yeah the test stops at 320 Drusy was beyond that yeah. So his thyroid was in hyperdrive. Yes. Um, which is why he was constantly hungry, not putting on any weight. Um, so he's on medication. He's been on medication now for nearly two months. And he got tested again recently after six weeks, was it? Yeah. And he's now in the normal range. Yes. He is 30-something. Th- yeah. So he's on the right meds. He We've changed his diet to catkin, which is pure meat. Like there's no junk in it. Basically, it's not like super. Yeah. So Catkin is a super fussy with his is food. a mail order yeah. service. Um, it's human grade uh, meat. Yeah. Um, so with it's nothing to pad it out. So it's not yeah. like. So it's when you open it, it smells like real yeah. food. Yeah. It smells really really nice. It's not that horrid. Um, it does seem to fill him up for longer. Yeah. Um, he eats a lot slower, and he's not losing weight. No. Um, despite eating less, so. Hopefully he's on the right sort of track, but he's very, very skittish at the minute. Yeah, he just doesn't like being in that. He, like he'll sometimes he'll come in and he'll be absolutely fine, come and sit on your knee as normal. But then other other times he won't even come in the back door, or he'll run the second you walk in the room. So yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. No, he's a cat. They they do dumb stuff. Yeah, but he's not normally this dumb. And it's weird. It's so <laughs> weird. But he's also just taken to not liking his. He used to be a big fish food, like fish cat food. What Ben and Jerry's. Ew. Oh, no, that's me. Um, no, the flaky <laughs> stuff you put in the tank. No, he um, he used to like fish flavour cat food. And so we got him, didn't we? The fishy catkin and he hates it. Yeah. He won't touch it. Nope. Or the lamb one, he only eats the poultry. The ch- this is really boring. Anyway, so he's on a diet. Um, he's on a diet that suits him now. His meds are working. So he is okay. Cleo has just gone as well and had some more steroid cream for her little growth on her ear, which is just part of her skin cancer. She's generally all right, isn't she? She's still cracking on. Yeah, She's old. Quite She's rickety. Creaky. She's got arthritis everywhere. So we gave her a bit of a, um, the vet gave her a pain-killing, month-long, slow-release injection to see if it'll help. And I think it's helped her. I think she's definitely less screamy she seems less she screamy, up, yeah. Because she would used to scream and cry every time she changed position on the bed, but she doesn't anymore. So we'll see how she goes. But so, yeah. Otherwise, okay. the cats are fine. Um, and yeah, otherwise, the rest of this summer, we're just chilling. We've got the kids, I think, for just over three weeks of the summer holiday in total, which is nice. So we have them for two and a half-ish initially. They're going to um, summer camp? They are going to summer camp with us for the first four days, like just during the day, um, yep. because Kevin and I are both working. We couldn't get that much time off work. Um, so they're doing that, which they're looking forward to. So that's yeah. lots of activities, lots of water activities and stuff. And then on the Friday, we go in with them and there's like a parents and kids final yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm looking yes. forward to that. Um, and then, of course, we do butlins and then we have them again for a week at the end of the summer holidays. Yeah, nothing planned for that one yet. I'm sure no, we'll, fi- I'm we'll sure find, we'll find something. something. Yeah. But um, so that'll be lovely. 
Um, and then I think we are no longer going away in September, as we had planned to originally. Yes. We're going to go away for a week instead of two weeks. Um, and do something, and do something slightly smaller. Staycation-y, I think, maybe. Or uh, something in France. I'm thinking east uh, sorry west coast of france yeah i'm Kevin thinking is, a driving holiday kevin's planning it as a surprise yes so we're doing something low-key much lower kind of lower cost budget. budget yeah <laughs> for sure and for less time because again didn't have the leave <laughs> so we're just kind of doing something that's going to suit us a bit better and we both want a doing holiday don't we we don't want to sit by the pool you know, like we did. Tenerife was lovely when we went for our honeymoon, but I think we want this time. We want to be doing things, seeing things. And yeah. Like, so yeah. the west coast of France sounds. I can go to all the places that I learnt about in Tricolore. I can go, to, Tricolore. La Ro- can go to La Rochelle. Oh, I can actually go into a bakery and ask for a croissant, like I had to do in my like third year French exam. Oh, that was so funny. So when we were at school, um, oh, we no, so bad. <laughs> when we were at school, I think it was second year, maybe third year. <laughs> We went to France um, on activities week, which was at the end of term, and my very good mate Dave. Um, so we were we were told we were given some money and we were told to go out in the centre of this wherever it was town, go to the boulangerie and the boucherie and so on and so forth, and go and get our lunch. And they told taught us how to ask for a receipt. Don't ask me that what what the words are now. But we had to get a receipt, obviously, because we needed to claim claim the money back. And um, so me, Dave, and I think a couple of others went off to go and get our lunch. We successfully negotiated the um, the butchers to get some ham. Uh, and then we went to the bakery to get some bread. And um, it was Dave's turn to ask for a receipt. And he completely forgotten what it was to ask for a receipt. So did the very English thing of just basically asking for a receipt louder and louder and louder. <laughs> At which point the, the baker wasn't getting it. So rather than turn to someone else to help with the interpretation, he reached over the till to point at the receipt, at which point the baker thought we, he was being robbed, grabbed his arm and pulled him over the, <laughs> over the counter. And we all ran out of the shop to go and get our teacher. That's hilarious. The poor guy must have been absolutely terrified. It was so funny. We were oh. only like 12, 13. Um, but yeah, it was like, you know, can I... Why is it? I can't remember what it was, but yeah, so it's kind of a receipt, and oh, you know, and he went and he really leaned over and went, One of them, and the guy the just grabbed him. Oh, bless his heart, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh, it's so funny, yeah. So, yeah, we all ran off screaming back to the teacher and went, Oh, we didn't get a receipt from this place. And Dave got beaten up by the baker. Dave got, yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> well, that's how I remember it. I'm, I, I might not be completely 100% factually accurate, but it was hilarious. That's so funny, really, really funny. Yeah, and no, I'm looking forward to that. So it'd be nice to get away for a few days. Yes. Have a bit of a break. Like um, proper switch off break. Yeah. And yeah. we found someone to come and look after the cats who's a friend of mine who is lovely. So she's going to do it when we go to Butlins. And then she's off to come back in September as well. Super so duper. We're going to get someone in to look after them. Um, and last weekend we had a lovely evening, didn't we, when we went to drinks at a neighbour's house. And then yeah. ended the evening at another neighbour's house. We'd only planned to go for like a couple of hours and you know ended up till half eleven in someone's garden. I've, <laughs> I've never lived somewhere, apart from when I was sort of the main house growing up, where we have, I know so many of our neighbours. Mm. 
and they're so nice and yeah, welcoming yeah. and it's just it's nice to be on the estate when you can just sort of wave at people and yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know and they wave at you and oh morning you just know who people are oh it's yeah. it's so nice i mean you you can't you can't buy that sort of thing and it makes yeah. me certainly feel very welcome here um, and just, you know, it cements our place yeah. really in Northampton. I really, really like it. It's and great. And you've got the, the guys of the couples are like quite on your wavelength. I think you've got quite a lot in common with a lot of them. But we're guys, so we're rubbish at organising going out. Socials. There's a flipping pub with a pool table in, in the village. I know. You could just go <gasps> and playing pool. It's a pool table that is contactless. Payment. You yeah, can do Apple dangerous. Pay to pay for a game of pool. Dangerous. I mean, that's just crazy. But it's good. I mean, that was a nice pub we discovered, wasn't it? It's, I mean, it's a chain. It's a Green King. It's a, it's a Green King But it's King got a pub. massive garden with loads yeah. of benches. It's got this pool table. It's huge. It's like a rabbit warren. So they do yeah. like live bands there. They do themed nights. They do They do pub like rock and roll bingo. They do, but yeah. Yeah, all that and sort they of have, stuff. They show the sport, which is when we avoid it. Um, but for, for big, big matches, for like England stuff, it would be quite cool because I've got a screen in the garden. Yeah, yeah. England stuff. That's fab. Um, so yeah, it's like we've been sort of branching out a little bit and sort of exploring local places, haven't we? Which has yes. been quite nice. Discovered our local town bakery as well, which is dangerous on a massive level because they're incredible. They the do Dustin great. Bakery. <laughs> really nice stuff. So shout out to the Dustin Village Bakery. Yeah, it's man. Amazing. And um, the pub, by the way, is the squirrels. It is the squirrels in, in Dustin, town, which is lovely. It's very nice. Um, See, it's nice to do something a bit different to Poppy Fields, isn't it? Because now, really, you'd only go to Poppy Fields for, like, a quick drink or for the carvery. Because they've narrowed their menu down a lot. Yes. And they don't sell things like crisps behind the bar because they want to be more restauranty. I was like, you're a pub? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure so... that they... I'm not sure they're going to gain many customers like that. No, I think that they're keeping the, their carvery customers. For the carvery, that's doing, great. Yeah. But for everything else, not so much. Not anymore. But the kids love the carvery, so we'll keep going for them. But... Um, Otherwise, I would choose pub ones, uh, the village ones. Yes, over them. And we had a quiz night the other week with our oh, neighbours, Darren, Darren and Victoria. Victoria. That was a lot of fun. Uh, they so, won, which was quite upsetting. Yeah, so we tried to win our trophy back, yeah. and we lost we did not. emphatically. Yeah, uh, various rounds of things like Pop Master and a few other things. I think there was an awful lot of cheating going on, and not only that, but they, in the only window that they have that faces our house, they put the trophy in it, and yeah. I just think that's just rude. It's just, just just weird isn't it I mean but it's okay because they're going to France for a week next week so we can just break it and steal it back oh yeah that's a good idea so what are we watching um, well we're nearly at the end of 13 seasons of Archer on mm. Netflix which is Highly really good by the way really really good yeah I'm sad it's coming to an end actually yeah Um, I've been watching North- well we've obviously been watching Love Island lately mm-hmm. Um, you've just got back into One Tree Hill. Yeah, I never saw it. I missed One Tree Hill and the OC the first time around. So I did the OC, which I loved. One Tree Hill has got 12 seasons and I'm on... No, nine seasons and I'm on eight. Okay. So, so I'm nearly done. Um, there's, good. there's more true crime stuff on yeah. Netflix and ITVX that I can see. And we've got some just sort of, you know, the little mini series that ITVX do we've got a couple of those on our list to watch but if there's anything any recommendations that people have seen let us know because we need something new Um, I'm having quite a sporty TV summer there's a lot of sport on so obviously Wimbledon's on at the moment that's really good to watch Um, the cricket Mm -hmm. I mean I love cricket Um, so I I actually so I think last time we spoke about this I bought a season ticket to go and watch the Northamptonshire or Northampton Steelbacks uh, that was good fun. I mean, they weren't they weren't the best this season. I think they, they didn't finish in the top eight. 
so didn't go through to quarterfinals or anything like that. But it was a nice evening out when the weather was good. Uh, I'm not sure I would do it again um, and commit to a full season. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Especially because some of them were Wednesday nights and hammering back yeah, from work. Yeah, that's a bit difficult um, Especially to get there. Church group, my church group. Is yeah, the same it, it did day. make things quite complicated. I think yeah. I would like to spend the, the money perhaps going to a few more rugby matches next season. Yeah. Um, and I will go to the odd Steelbacks game when, when they suit. The schedule, yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean the the England Ashes um, matches, although they've lost the first two, have been thoroughly entertaining. I mean, I really love a bit of cricket. I really, really do. Um, massively got into it this this season, this summer. Apparently, the women won the first one. Uh, the women, well, the women, the women's game has just come on massively. Yeah. And it's really entertaining to watch. That England won narrowly. Mm-hmm. The first. Game. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't mind watching cricket, like on telly. I'm not really a fan of it in person. Rugby, yep. Ice hockey, yep. Tennis, definitely. Love Football? Wimbledon. Football, I'm okay with, depending on who's playing. I mean, I'll watch a good, you know, Premier League game or when England are playing, but I'm not really fussed about watching, I don't You don't want to come watch the Cobblers play? Accrington Stanley. Who uh, are they? I don't mind, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind watching Northampton, but if I, I, I wouldn't find it entertaining. Rug, no. I don't know. No, not really, actually. No. No, fair enough. Um, but Ed, a lot of other stuff there's more stuff that I would watch now than I did before I met you mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to the ice hockey season starting again yeah so that will start again in September yeah so I'm looking forward to seeing more lightning matches yes um, so that'll be fun because it took me ages to realise that one of the players was Rod Stewart's son yeah he's just got engaged and had a baby which is super sweet called his baby Louis <laughs> um, great choice but uh yeah, so that's a lot of fun. I do like doing that. And the kids like that too. And the kids love the ice hockey. Yeah, yeah. It's just the absolute isn't it? Everyone just banters. Yeah, so yeah. it's really nice. It's really good. Um, and other than that, yeah, it's just sort of a lot of, you know, the usual stuff that we watch on telly, really, isn't it? A lot of Netflixy stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe just try and watch less. We've decided, haven't we, that we're going to have two mobile phone free nights a week. Minimum two mobile phone yeah. free turn them off, nights. Put, no, don't turn them off. Put them upstairs. Where our watches, in case we need to be contacted, because often the kids will ring or whatever, and then we can monitor what we do and do, don't need to pick up our phones for. But just to sort of be a bit more present, because I think we're both fully aware that we're on our phones too much, yeah. and it's just taking up well, blink, a lot of you our know, time. You're on your phone, you blink, and it's an hour's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So easily. And, yeah. You know, and we haven't spoken to each other, and it's like, we're apart all day, why are we doing this <laughs> in the evening? There was a meme, wasn't there, that um, you know, marriage is sending your other half... Just sitting, sending memes to your memes other half to the your other same half. room. Yeah, and sat next to each other, and that's exactly what we did. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like, and I sent you that as a meme. Yeah, on Instagram. Oh, the irony. <laughs> um, but we, I remember we used to do that at school. So when when I was at secondary school, that was like the first foray into the internet mm. and PCs and stuff like that. And there was a thing called Win. Oh, what was it called? Win something. It was an in, like it was instant messaging. Okay, it was an internal right. instant messaging. And um, we used to send messages to each other, literally sat next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a big, but it was a new thing then, wasn't it? Because it was cool. It's exciting. I know it was very cool. But um, an AOL messenger. Oh, remember that AOL messenger? Yeah, yeah. that was ASL. Yeah, Um, (laughs) grapevine and things like that. Yeah, that was so cool. I don't know how we got there. Sorry, no. Went off on a tangent. Um, We have actually done. I was just thinking. Actually, I don't know how this came to my mind. Um, we've done a bit, done a bit more stuff to the house, haven't we? You've put in shelves. In shelves, our, not under 
under stairs, stairs cupboard. utility cupboard, which yeah. has all now been done. We've had a massive clear out of all of our stuff that we don't need and we've got a few more things planned over the summer to just do yes which is very exciting i do yeah, love yeah. house thing i, I love, do love changing I'm, stuff on the house i love doing diy so you do yeah, yeah. Very good at it. well i try i mean i managed to install the hob really well exactly. so it's not so, that difficult uh, i need to put everything on the wall in the garage neatly like all of the tools and the oh yeah just gonna on hook the wall, crazy so it's not just crowded all over the floor i yep. just oh, i love it we have i love that we're both organized like that <laughs> it's great <laughs> my spirit animal in that respect. And we, you went to Scamp and Dude last weekend. Oh, I, I went to my happy place. Uh, yeah, Kevin took me to Marlowe, to the Scamp and Dude shop last weekend. And I had a list of things I wanted to try on. And I liked all of them, which is gently irritating. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that I'd rule out a few of the things. There was one thing <laughs> of the nine that I ruled out. Um, but yeah, I got myself a couple of dresses, a couple of t-shirts, a pair of shorts, um, and Kev treated me to them, which was lovely. Because you lovely. thoroughly deserve them, and Such I don't nice really, surprise. I don't really get you birthday or Christmas presents like on the day. I'd rather you had something, yeah, that you really, really like when you like it, and you so. know that that is my thing. I've I know, never yeah. really had like a. I'm not an expensive handbags or shoes or brands person, and Scamp has been the only just thing this that one. I've loved. It's good. And they were just some nice, and I don't really wear dresses either, but mm-hmm. these two were as soon as they, and I had to size down, I had to go down to a 12, because I tried on my normal 14 to mm-hmm. 9, and you were like, there's something not right about the way it sits on you, mm-hmm. and I sized down, <laughs> and suddenly it was like, oh, hello, waist. I went I went full got one. You did. Didn't I? I went, oh, it needs to cinch you in here, and yeah, it needs to. Yeah, you're like, there's too much material around your boobs, that's definitely not, not sitting right at all, and then I I'm sized not sure down. I was, no, I wasn't just concentrating on that area no i know but that's where it's tight <laughs> i know but yeah so i sized down <laughs> so i sized down and everything looked really nice and so yeah so i've got some new nice summery dresses and you're having a whale of a time with vinted yes getting vinted. getting oh, rid of older stuff so i ended up i think over the last couple of months or so i've probably about 300 quid odd on vintage maybe that's good uh, that's mostly over scamp and do pieces because mm-hmm. they retain their value so i'm still getting about 70 80 quid every time i sell a dress um but my i'm adopting my mother's motto of one in one out at the minute so every time i get something new i force myself to sell something so i'm just picking the things that i don't reach for that's good so i've got another couple of sweaters to do because i know that she's bringing out some oversized sweaters next week and there's two that I really want, which okay. I'm going to have to get. So I'm going to sell two of the ones I've got upstairs. Good. So I'm being a bit more sensible about it. Um, but, but yes, that was a lovely, lovely weekend. Then we went and had a lovely brunch yes. afterwards in Marlow, which was beautiful. In a cafe called Strawberry... I want to say Strawberry Fields. Oh, it's not there. Strawberry something. Yeah. Pretty much opposite Scamp and Dude. And it's really, really good. It's, we went there last time as well, didn't we? I, I, had, was... I had waffles with a poached egg, bacon and sausage. Yeah. And maple syrup. Oh my goodness me! And I had the pancakes, bacon, maple syrup, and berries. Oh, it was, and just it was so good. It was cracking. It was really nice. But one of the best brunches I think yeah. we've ever had. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, and Marlow's just such a nice place. I mean, oh, it's, it's really it's dead posh. Yeah, it really is posh. I mean, the cars, the you know Bentleys, Land Rovers. You know, it's one of these it's, places that you aspire to live when you've won the lottery. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's expensive. I think you'd have to win the lottery to even buy something small. Pretty much. So yeah, it's but it's a lovely place to be. It's not that far away. No, uh, no, no. Just and we treated ourselves to an IKEA trip. 
as we well. We did. That so was we got some cool. bits and bobs, didn't we, for the for the house? Yeah, because you can't go to IKEA without buying bits and bobs. We did not have meatballs. That might be down to the fact that I was really unwell. And oh yeah, you were. Oh yeah, I've been really poorly at the beginning of this week. I think we figured out that I basically got a tummy infection. Yes. Um, but I thought I was just hungover because we went out on the Saturday night and had a lot to drink. So we were both quite hanging anyway on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it got worse during the day for me instead of better. Because normally as I eat and I drink water, I feel better. But I just felt worse and worse and worse to a point where on Sunday morning in the early hours, Monday morning, sorry, in the early hours, I got up to empty my bag. And I've been trying to avoid getting up because it made me feel sick. And I got up to do it and inches away from throwing up i was like hanging my head out the bathroom window to try and stop myself being sick and i got back to bed and nearly fainted onto the bed broke out in a cold sweat like all over my body and kevin was like um this isn't normal (laughs) and i was yeah i was properly poorly i felt awful my stomach just hurt my bag was not happy It, it was just rank um so yeah, forty eight hours that was really unpleasant. So then Yeah, I, started, I stayed I stayed home Monday to Yeah, he basically stayed, take care of you. Well he worked from home Monday just in case we were talking an A and E trip because yeah. I think at this well, point you, it was like if it hadn't got any better. But if you'd got any more dehydrated, it probably would have been yeah. an A and E trip. Yeah, so he kept stayed at home just in case that was gonna happen. And make you drink. Yeah, forced <laughs> me to drink. And um yeah, I just back to back cocodamol and anti ticks drugs for a couple of days and I'm just about feeling okay now. I couldn't finish my dinner tonight, which is not like me but just being just being i was gentle. very grateful it's, yeah. it's fine you make an a- amazing spag bowl but i was being super super careful in getting back to to being normal but yeah that wasn't very pleasant no but you, you asked me a little while ago and we changed the subject very quickly about my um work trip out it suddenly changed to the germany thing but well, yes we went out oh, on a work your, social yes, last your week summer social yeah How so the summer go? social we went to a place called sunny hill um, vineyard, mm-hmm. um, it, which is near the mini garage uh, or the mini factory in uh, Oxford, so Cowley Horse Path area. Um, really, really lovely family run, tiny little vineyard. Um, so we got to look around the vines, drink a bit of wine. And they also make cider there as well. Nice. Uh, which is really good. And I bought a bottle of the sweet cider, which was really, really good. But it's all small batch stuff, very young. You know, it's still last year's crop you're drinking. Yeah. Um, but such a fantastic place and really nice people. Couldn't couldn't have been better. And the weather was amazing. It was lovely. You lucked in with that, didn't really you? Really lucked in. So, yeah. And then we were bussed back to, uh, back to Oxford. And we had a lovely meal in a place called Victor's mm-hmm. uh, on top of the Westgate. Service was slow, but the food was amazing. Um, and then off into town after that, went to a club called Hank's, which seems to be our our favourite workplace uh, to go out and have a few a few beers and cut a few shapes. Uh, and did yeah. you do your special dancing? I did something special. I'm not sure what Wasn't I did. Uh, <laughs> no, not the not the Peter Griffin Family Guy <laughs> dance. Um, but no, it was a really really good night. And I, I, we are very very lucky that we have a very generous. Um, boss that you know doesn't doesn't ask any questions pretty much caters for everything mm-hmm. uh, as long as you don't take the mick and valuing staff I'll say it time and time again yeah I mean we, and that's how we, we we feel you know it was it was um, it was preempted by or you know, preceded rather by a really nice company meeting you know, rousing the troops this is how we're doing yep. you know we're making um, making target we're doing really well 
um, you know, getting the message out there. And then it was like, right, let's go celebrate. And we, we did. Yeah. Um, it was really, really good. And we had a fabulous time. So drunk on Thursday night, was hung over most of Friday, and then drunk again Saturday night. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I hadn't drunk that much in a long time. And I know we've said on this podcast lots of times that I've been off the drink, but I have well, we to say, have, we? two drinking sessions, no proper sessions, and I was okay. We started drinking alcohol again in April, and I think that in the time we'd had off it, we'd had a lot of discussions and stuff, hadn't we? Yeah. So now you're more in control. You know what you're doing. You manage it really well, and you're in a better place. Yeah, and that's all there is to it, and you're just doing it in a more healthy and better way for you. And, and I think that's all you needed to ever get to grips with. In a very very rare um, situation, there are beers in the fridge in the garage mm-hmm. that have been there for a couple of weeks. I haven't Touch touched them. them, and normally they would not. They last. would they would be gone nope. in and a heartbeat. Now, yeah, and we go out and you take what you're going to drink, and you don't take any more. Yep, and it's just brilliant because I think you've just worked out what it is that. In fact, when was we went your to, enemy when we went. To Jen's on Saturday. Yeah, I took a four pack. I only drank three because that was enough. Yeah, I know. But we had already had a skin pool before that. Yeah, I know. Come on, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the point is, is that you're in a different place, and 100%. so you you're not doing things that are detrimental to you after drinking it. Hundred percent. It's really really good, I'm, and it's nice because it means you can enjoy it again. I can. So. I can really enjoy it, and yeah. I don't have to have it all the time. No, but and when you I stay away from it when you're in a bad mood, or yeah. when you're not in the right headspace. It's all about being able to ask yourself those questions before just picking up a drink to numb something. I'm and very, you are very way lucky. past that now, which I'm is I'm very great. lucky I'm in that position now. And I'm, that's not taking it for granted that it won't but go, that's a lot, go another way. And that's sometime. a lot of your hard work, though. Like, you've done a lot and your support. to get yourself so, there. And, so. it's been, and a lot of other people's support as well. So yeah. it's, been, it's been a good experience. Well done, you. For sure. So I think that kind of rounds us up for this week. Yeah, um, a bit of a bit of a all over the place one this time. I know. Yeah, sorry, we're just bouncing to and fro quite well, a mainly bit because we haven't done one for a while. Yeah. So we're, we're dragging up. We've lost a bit of lost, lost a bit of a thread, haven't we? We've lost a bit of like yeah. a, a bit of structure. We will get that back. Yes. Um, but what I think we should probably say is that we'll round off here. I think for summer because I know that we're going to be super busy. You guys are all going to be super busy with summer plans, spending time with your families. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we will do is we will be back in September and we will make sure that we deliver one a fortnight because that was our promise at the start and we yep. seem to be a bit erratic. So we're going to have a structure. We're going to bring potentially um, like a regular thing to the podcast each week that we might do. Just We're going to get some ideas together over the summer and just bring it back in a more structured and sort of formal way in September yeah. we're going to have some guests that we want to interview we've got them lined up we just need to book them in on different subjects different topics um, just different things we know they love so just to bring a bit of sort of fresh blood to the podcast so if anyone wants to join us for a week yeah get um, in touch and talk about anything in specific it could be something that you're passionate about something you're raising awareness for something that you want to get out there anything um yep. we've got a few in the in the pipeline already but yeah let us know because it'd be really lovely to interview our friends and family if people wanted to get out absolutely there. and you no know, local people as well if there's yeah. things you want to promote locally in the northamptonshire area we'd love to hear 100%. from you um we're going to interview louis we are going to interview That's louis gonna, that is going to happen it how is. much of it actually gets onto the podcast i have no idea yep it will um, be very heavily parented and edited. I can tell you that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll definitely record that one over the summer. And yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, have a great summer, everyone. Stay safe in the sun. Don't forget your factor fifty. Enjoy any holidays that you're having. Stay safe. 
have fun enjoy your families and your friends and we will speak to you in september and gas barbecues are better than charcoal ones love you bye bye <laughs>